0: You're tuned into the Market Unclosed podcast by BPI Securities. A podcast where we give you a quick rundown on the Philippine equities market to help you trade better, live better, as we make investing a habit. A nice day and a happy weekend ahead to our subscribers. This is Rico from BPI Trade with your weekly market-on-close episode for the 29th trading week of the year. The local index closed higher for the second straight week and stayed above the 6,600 level as it closed at 6,647, up by over 22 points or about a third of a percent week-on-week. For the year, the index is now up by 1.24%. Total value of shares traded through the exchange Amounted to 23.12 billion pesos, with an average daily value turnover of 4.62 billion. Excluding block transactions, though, daily turnover averaged at 3.55 billion pesos. Foreigners for the second straight week ended as net buyers, amounting to 981.3 million pesos, to bring month to date figure at 3.15 billion in net foreign inflows four of the six sub indices closed the week in the green led by the property and the mining and oil index which are up by 2.53 percent and 0.94 percent respectively in the red were the industrial and holding firms indices which were down by zero 62 percent and 0.43 percent respectively the local peso depreciated this week against the u.s dollar to close at 54 spot this after the greenback saw a minor rebound against major currencies china reported that second quarter gdp is at 6.3 percent year-on-year missing market expectations pegged at 7.3 percent unemployment amongst young people ages 16 to 24 was at 21.3% in June. The GDP in the second quarter showed an 80 basis point rise from the previous quarter, which is slower than the 2.2% quarter-and-quarter pace recorded in the first three months of the year. The spokesperson for the National Bureau of Statistics noted that China faces a complex geopolitical and economic international environment. He also said, that China can still achieve its full year growth target, which Beijing set at 5% last March. In the United States, retail sales rose less than expected last month at 20 basis points, as receipts at service stations and building material stores declined. Data from May was also revised higher to half a percent from the 0.3% previously reported. The mix report shows a picture of consumer resilience, though slowing momentum in spending growth. Just across the Atlantic pond, the United Kingdom or the UK reported that inflation has cooled to 7.9% in June and came below the consensus estimates at 8.2%. Falling prices from motor fuel made the largest downward contribution according to the Office for National Statistics. But food prices rose last month, but at a slower pace than that in May. Core inflation, on the other hand, remains sticky at 6.9%, but has already fallen from a 31-year high at 7.1% in May. Banco Central Governor Elio Remolona said that further monetary policy tightening is still on the table, and it's premature to talk about cutting the benchmark rate. Remolana said that the BSP remains on the tightening side as it monitors upside risks to inflation, including El Nino and wage hikes. He also said that they are monitoring sharp movements in the local currency if the U.S. Fed further tightens monetary policy. President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. signed into law Republic Act number 1195-4 11954, 4 or the Maharlika Investment Fund Law, which establishes a 500 billion peso sovereign wealth fund. The initial 125 billion will be taken from the national government's share in the PAG core and other government-owned gaming operators' and regulators' income, privatization proceeds, and transfer of assets and other sources such as royalties and special assessments. The Banco Central reported that cash remittances sent through local banks rose by 2.8% year-in-year to $2.49 billion in May. The amount was the highest since March, which recorded $2.67 billion in remittances. The BSP noted that the expansion in cash remittances was due to the growth in receipts from land and sea-based workers, which accounted for $1.99 billion, and 506 million dollars respectively. For the first 5 months of the year, cash remittances grew by 3.1% year-year to 12.98 billion dollars. Borrowings of the national government hit 1.26 trillion pesos as of the end of May, according to the Bureau of Treasury. For the first 5 months of 2023, gross borrowings rose by almost 36% From the 924.4 billion pesos a year ago. Domestic debt accounted for 72.6% of total borrowings at 912.58 billion, which rose by 41.5% year-on-year. The Board of Investments, or the BOI, announced that approved investment commitments more than tripled in the first six months to 698 billion pesos driven by an increase in renewable energy projects after the philippines opened the sector to full foreign ownership this came from a total of 155 projects approved with renewable energy projects accounting for three-fourths of the portfolio the country logged over 3 million international visitors as of july 19 on track to meet the department of tourism's 4.8 4.8 million target this year. Foreign visitors accounted for 2.74 million arrivals, while 259 and 277 were returning OFWs. The DOT reported that South Korea accounted for over 741,000 visitors, followed by the United States with over 550,000. Other top source countries were Australia, Japan, and Canada. The country's balance of payments position remained in a deficit last month as the government settled foreign currency debt obligations. The Banco Central reported that the BOP deficit narrowed to $606 million from the $1.6 billion gap in the same month last year. They noted that this reflected outflows arising from the government's withdrawals with the BSP to settle debt obligations and pay for its various expenditures. Listed energy platform Aboitis Power said that its subsidiary signed a power supply deal with Nexif Ratch Energy Investments for the supply of solar energy. Nexif Ratch, a Singapore-based energy company, earlier said that it intends to sell about 85% of the generated output of its solar projects to subsidiaries of Aboitis Power. The supply will be sourced from the 74 megawatt peak solar project of Nexifrach in Calabanga, Camarines Sur, which is expected to be completed by the second quarter of next year. Ayala led lender BPI started off the second quarter earnings season by disclosing that first half income rose by 23% year in year to 25.1 billion pesos. Total revenues for the period grew by 13.8% to 65.6 billion driven by average asset base expansion, margin growth, and lower provisions. For the second quarter, BPI's net income rose by 4.5% year year to 13 billion pesos. Internet service provider Converge has partnered with Golden Arches Development to roll out internet connectivity in more McDonald's branches in the country. Under the partnership, Converge will bring priority connectivity so long as the area where the branch is located is serviceable. At present, Converge serves nearly 40% or 700 of McDonald's branches in the country. Spirits maker Emperador said that it is set to expand its distillery facility in Scotland to support its long-term growth plans. Emperador said the expansion was in response to the growing demand for whiskey worldwide. The company added that the expansion will enable the facility to have additional warehouse space for up to an additional 1.5 million casks of maturing whiskey. The facility is set to be built over the coming decades. A unit of Phil Invest Development Corporation plans to build a desalination facility in Cebu City, with a capacity of about 80 million liters per day, or MLD, Phil Invest Development Corp Utilities, President Juan Eugenio Rojas said that Metro Cebu's areas demand is 570 MLD and supply is only at 270 million liters per day, with a shortage of 300 million liters. FDCUI has existing desalination projects in Cebu City but are described as small by Mr. Rojas. The Ayala Group's listed telco, Globe Telecom, has closed the first tranche of its tower sale to Unity Digital Infrastructure, numbering 115 towers for around 1.4 billion pesos. This marks the first tranche of the 447 sale and lease deal with the Aboitis-led tower company. To date, Globe has raised 49.3 billion pesos from the sale of its towers and has turned over 51% of towers under a sale and leaseback deals or a total of 3,826. The telco in another statement said that they expect to reach at least 200,000 customers for its prepaid fiber internet by the end of 2023 on the sidelines of their launch event this week. A company official said that the target is possible as the new product will be tapping less saturated markets. Port operator ICTSI said that it had received the inaugural call of ZIM Integrated Shipping Services Patagonia Express service at its La Plata port in Argentina. ICTSI's Tech Plata CEO, Juan Pablo Trujillo, said that the strategic alliance with ZIM enables the company to offer new services and logistics distribution to their clients. This new service is expected to call Plata every 45 days and is expected to provide an efficient connection for Argentinian foreign trade. The port operator also disclosed that it had won the bid to operate and develop the Durban Container Terminal Pier 2, one of Africa's largest ports. The bid covered a 25-year joint venture with Transnet Port Terminals, which will privatize the operations of the South African port. Andrew Tan-led developer MegaWorld announced plans to build a 1.5 billion peso convention center within its township in Lapu-Lapu City, Cebu. The two-level Mactan Expo Center will offer about a hectare of space and will be located within the 30 hectare the Maktan-Newtown township. Construction for the facility is set to begin within the year and is targeted for completion by 2025. Finma Education is looking to expand its presence in the ASEAN region according to its president and CEO, Chito Salazar. The company is focused on expanding to Cambodia and Laos in the next two years and is also highly considering Myanmar. Mr. Salazar also noted that the company was invited to consider India and African countries, such as Zambia and Rwanda, but is not thinking about it yet. Yuchenko-led lender RCBC is looking to make all its loan products available through multiple digital channels. Starting with the launch of its enhanced mobile app, RCBC expects significant increase in loans dispersed digitally. Following the launch of several digital platforms this year, with bulk of the demand for credit expected to come from the corporate sector. 7 Eleven operator Philippine 7 Corporation has allotted 3.5 billion pesos to 4 billion pesos for this year's capital spending budget as they ramp up their store expansion. 7 Eleven has opened about 150 stores this year out of the 400 target previously set. Last year, the company opened 320 new stores to end with a total store count of 3,393, growing by 10.4% from 2021. And this is your market calendar for next week. On Monday, July 24, we have cash dividend X dates for 89.90 Holdings, Series B preferred shares, and Oriental Petroleum and Minerals' common shares. We also have the second Philippine State of the Nation address by Ferdinand Marcos Jr. On Tuesday, July 25, we have Cash Dividend ex dates for Century Properties Group common shares and Global Estate Resorts common shares. On Wednesday, July 26, we have the Australia's inflation rate for the second quarter. On Thursday, July 27, we have Cash Dividend ex dates for A. Brown Company Series A Preferred Shares, Ayala Corporation Common Shares, and Ayala Corporation Preferred B Series 1. We also have the U.S. Fed Interest Rate Decision, the U.S. GDP Growth Rate quarter and quarter which is the Advance Announcement, and the European Central Bank or the ECB Interest Rate Decision. On July 28th, Friday, We have a cash dividend ex-date for the Philippine Business Bank common shares. We also have the Bank of Japan's interest rate decision and the U.S. personal spending for June. And that's a wrap for today's episode. For more insights and trading ideas, log on to your BPI Trade accounts or open an account today at bpitrade.com.